In this episode, we bring you the CEO that is helping you find the magic out there. It's a Friday, and we usually dial it back a bit from all the economic and cryptocurrency meltdowns. It's time to meet the CEO. Brian Namanya, CEO and founder of Tobayo, talks to us about setting up an online travel marketplace that gives travelers a chance to discover amazing places with the promise that they can feel at home as they travel to more than 10 countries in Africa. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Dong. Tobayo has positioned itself to enable an inclusive travel industry, empowering individuals to become digital tourism entrepreneurs for global travel. The CEO says the platform is here to spread the benefits of tourism previously in the hands of a few. Meet Brian Namanya, CEO and founder of Tobayo. Who is Namanya Brian and what inspires and drives you? My name is Namanya Brian and I'm the founder and CEO at Tobayo. Um, just to share about what drives me, I'm a technologies uh, or company founder. And so I'm driven by the, the power that lies in, in you know, these technology tools. You know, if you give the tools to no more individuals, what can they do about this? And, you know, for our case, Tubayo, the tools we've built with the Tubayo platform in the hands of so many individuals, how have they been able to transform the travel industry? So that stuff is really very inspiring on my end because um, you see someone who was uh, on the Nile, had never been online, but they can now host guests uh, by having a profile on the Tobayo platform. I'm really inspired by the fact that technology can truly transform someone's life and impact on community, you know. So uh, that's really what drives me uh, every day to like, keep building this platform for Africa. Talk to us about Tobayo. When was it set up and what necessitated bringing Tobayo to life? Um, Tobayo was started in... Uh, to be fair, it's 2018, but then it was just like getting inspiration and then talking to a few people, you know. But later that year, I talked to uh, my our family, a family friend uh, called Jordan, who then we started to put things together. He was a, he's a web developer, so he created a simple HTML platform, you know, with the domain toy.com that I used to move around and teach. Um, so um, that's how it started, but we launched in 2019, uh, around January, for our website, but we didn't get any users. So we had to think hard on how to get you know, users to start using the platform. But uh, around April, Easter holidays, that's when we got our first customers. There were four people. It was very inspiring that uh, you know we had gotten those, so we're all excited as a team. Um, but after the holiday, we had no customers. So we had to, you know, innovate and see how can we then attract Ugandans to start using an online platform. So this started by us designing our own trips. Because we noticed we're trying to get hosts to join. But their question was, do you have experience? What have you done? And we had none of that. So we said, instead of going around with these hosts, how about we design the packages ourselves? So we designed the first wildlife, uh, a visit to wild waters, which then 
helped us get customers. So we did that weekly to maintain the weekly customers. Yeah, and that's how we kicked off. That was around June 2019. And then our breakthrough came in August where we did more than 100 people in one week. And then uh, in October, we filled up, we, we had a campaign to fill up Uganda Airlines to Mombasa, which was a major one. And then uh, later that year, we had more than 300 people used to buy in one week. So 2019 was really good. And uh, as we're enjoying all of that, then COVID happens in 2020. But yeah, but that's how we got started and bringing uh, the whole Tuvayo to life. Maybe to also share something about the team. So it started with Jordan, who developed something, but he was still in school. So I had to get an OB of mine from my interpretation center called Quinton, who also helped, you know, do a lot more with uh, building the back end of the platform. And uh, from Quinton, uh, Bonnet joined, uh, who was then helped by uh, Joel Mwanje, who then uh, uh, we were then able to launch the platform by 2019 in uh, January. But we then launched our app during the COVID time. That was 2020. So that's how we got started to the app in 2020 on both iOS and Play Store. Tobio has evolved over the years and expanded services and its reach, moving more to its experiences and also big yard sales. Talk to us about the evolution and the new changes. So we started off by doing those physical trips, you know, because no one wanted to join our platform as a host. So we were hosts on our own platform. <laughs> yeah, so when we did that, we'd take nice pictures, put them on Instagram, and then everyone would be like, okay, what's this Tobio.com about? And we'll tell them, and then they started joining slowly. So we actually started with um, experiences and then during COVID, we had done that. And you see, COVID was a blessing to us because it was a time for us to, you know, to, to, to sit back and observe what do we really need to do for the long term. You know, we were focusing so much on customer servicing, but COVID time was, you know, a very, it was a, it was a great time for us to focus on the technology. So we decided we shall build the technology that our platform is going to use, that people are going to use and enjoy. So that's what we did during COVID, and then we launched the app. But we thought by launching the app, we needed to launch a new product as well. So the new product during COVID was homes, because now people were not moving for trips, but they would, you know, get into cars and go for like, you know, get togethers at a house, you know, have small house parties, house engagements. Others were just tired of like their home and they would want to move to like, Entebbe, stay at a nice, beautiful uh, home that's facing the lake. So we saw an opportunity and then launched to buy your home uh, to really cater for those needs in the industry. And uh, yeah, so that was 2020, we, uh, still in lockdown. 2021, they opened up a bit. So we really were proving our model. Uh, we didn't do much. We just like, you know, proving. But later that year, 2021, uh, we had you know, proved it. Thousands of people were now using our platform. Tens of thousands had downloaded the app. And now um, uh, it was time for expansion. So in 2021, October, we then launched in uh, Kenya, Nairobi, uh, which was an amazing event. It was, we used an opportunity for the Independence Week. So, so many Ugandans were there. Um, uh, the, the Uganda Commission, we even won 
best company, you know, exhibitor in Kenya. So it was a great time, really, um, uh, for us. So 2021, we expand uh, in Nairobi. And, uh, yeah, and this year, we decided to launch the Market Days because we noticed Ugandans were earning uh, very little, but we want them to travel. So we thought to ourselves, how best can we, you know, support that? How do we, you know, be about our customers? Because these are our main stakeholders. So the market, there was a great opportunity for us to give, to support um, uh, small business owners with access to customers, our users, because we have a big following. So we decided to use, leverage that to market these businesses so that they can make sales. And if they make revenues, then they are able to travel with Dubai. So that was the idea. And the market days have been such a big success. What change would you love to see in this industry? Regarding the changes, I uh, would love to see in the industry. Um, these are mainly, uh, you know, geared towards the convenience, more convenience of the customer, of the traveler. Ugandans getting to, you know, be interested in the industry, you know, but these are only going to be moved by us, the entrepreneurs. So we're excited that we're already on this journey, uh, educating travelers on how they can save by using a platform like Tubayo, um, uh, on how they can discover all these things they didn't think were possible or were being done in their country. Yeah, so we're expecting to see like a big trend jump onto uh, this uh, a uh, new digital uh, way of, of travel and booking trips. Any challenges? I think to be general is like on an ecosystem uh, uh, focus, there, there's uh, still uh, like limited capital for investment in companies like, you know, like ours. So we have to bootstrap, which means uh, we are, we're taking a longer time to, you know, uh, uh, hit great milestones, you know, so we can't run aggressive marketing campaigns because we're working out of limited uh, budgets. So things like <clears throat> like uh, availability of capital are still, you know, a, a big challenge. And also talent is a big challenge in, uh, in the tech ecosystem. There's not so many developers. Um, <clears throat> so, but those are things we've gone around. So with capital, we've bootstrapped, organized trips, um, did a couple of uh, ventures to you know get the money, and then regarding talent, we really onboard as many people and train them. Um, we have to retrain, you know, on attitude, we'll train on uh, uh, delivering goals, you know. So those things which are really important to any company. What is the future of Tobayo? Are there any expansion plans or Africa domination plans? So the future of Tobayo is really exciting. Uh, if I tell you in 10 years, uh, okay, not 10 years anymore, about eight years, that's 2030, we will be um, uh, uh, doing trips to Mars. So we thought of something that would be very inspiring um, to Africa as a whole, you know, that would move innovation forward, that would get people excited to participate and innovate and, you know, build several solutions that would enable that happen. And uh, we set such a goal um, for us. So 2030, we're going to Mars. But um, some of the short-term plans we have, we are growing Africa's marketplace for the world. So 
the world will use to buy you to access travel, that's accommodation and uh, and experiences with locals, but also will innovate other products like uh, payments and savings. Will innovate things like um, uh, bread to help small businesses sell better. So yeah, those are some of the future plans. And also we we really are on a mission to build Africa's tech development ecosystem, you know, uh, uh, um, so just a community of developers building great solutions for Africa that will serve the world. So we want to really drive that. That's um, part of our, uh, our future plan. But a lot, <laughs> we can't really see so far, but a lot will be done along the way. And what does the future look like for Brian Namanya? Future plans for myself. I really like talking we, you know, as a team, because uh, uh, the moment I realize that a lot more work is done when you have a team, when you're working with a team, easy, you know, it's easy to get things done. I, I decided to really rely on such a strategy on in everything I do, actually. But regarding uh, future plans, Future personal plans. It's really to keep leading uh, Tobayo to to realize its vision, but um, uh, on more on a more personal basis, it's really to grow family, community. You know, my own family. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, community, sub community, uh, and also yeah, get get people to know about God. Yeah, those are really some of my plans. But a lot more really is lies ahead of me. That was Brian Namanya, CEO and founder of Tuvayo. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The GDP of Rwanda grew 7.9% year on year. In the first three months of 2022, the smallest expansion in a year. Agriculture services grew 1%, led by a 14% jump in the production of crops for export. The industrial sector jumped 10%, led by construction and manufacturing, namely textiles, chemicals and plastics, and wood and paper. Services increased 11%. The African Development Bank expects Rwanda's economy to grow by 6.9% this year. In Senegal, the annual inflation rate accelerated to 7.4% in May, a record high since at least 2006, from 7% in April. Cost of food recorded the biggest increase, followed by restaurants and hotels, clothing and textiles, furniture, housing and utilities. Compared to the previous month, consumer prices rose 0.7%. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions, or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is okfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial, and you can find me at with the dog. <laughs>